Hi, I'm Kristen Grant, and this is Improvements, a podcast where we learn all the ways we can improve our own happiness and quality of life. Look, life is short, and it's not promised either, so making the most of the time we have should be at the top of our list. If you've ever felt stuck, less than, uninspired, lost, or confused about what the heck you're doing, this podcast is for you. Throughout our time together, I'll give you the tips, tricks, and tools you need to turn your life into one that feels exciting, satisfying, and makes you proud. I'll teach you how to follow your intuition, make better decisions, build better habits, and ultimately take control of your own destiny. And you might be wondering, why did I create a podcast about this? Because I'm actively practicing these things in my own life, and I've had a lot of epiphanies that deserve to be shared. For nearly a decade, I've been obsessed with personal development, self-discovery, manifestation, and mindset change. I like to jokingly say that I have a degree in this stuff because that's truly what it feels like. I'm a wife, mom, sister, daughter, and friend who is tired of running the rat race and desperately yearn for more. More memories made with my family, more time to spend on projects I love, and more alignment with the person I always knew I was meant to become. Intuition, habits, drive, vision, and planning are just a few of the topics we cover. Now buckle up. It's time to make some improvements. Hello, and welcome to another episode of my podcast, which I still have not named. I don't know why I cannot think of anything, but for now, we're just going to call it the Kristen Grant Podcast, and we're just going to roll with it. And if I change the name, I'll change the name, but... For now, that's what it'll be, and I have re-recorded this, like, I think this is take four or five now, um, because I just keep struggling to get the right words, and also because um, I have had dogs barking in the background, and currently my little girl, uh, she woke up, and so it's kind of getting late at night, and um, she woke up, and she decided to come in the office with me, so I have her laying here next to me. Hi. <laughs> I have her laying next to me. She's trying to fall back asleep. I told her she could stay in here while I spoke to you guys and she's just gonna listen to me talk and hopefully it helps her fall back asleep. Okay, you can go back to sleep, honey. I love you. This podcast is not just a podcast about bettering your life, but it also has instances of parenting in there because I am myself a parent and so I feel like a lot of things that I'll talk about could be looked through looked at through the lens of a parent and um you know that's that's just how that's just how I roll I guess and so you know trying to balance work and being a mom Um, you have to include the kids sometimes it just is what it is and so she's gonna stick around with me and be my little sidekick but uh, yeah I am excited to talk to you uh talk to you guys it's currently the Sunday after Thanksgiving as I'm recording this and everybody has headed home now we hosted Thanksgiving at our house this year and so I'm coming down from the Thanksgiving high and you know everybody's back home and we had um, my husband's family here this weekend, and it was really nice getting to see them. I, Contrary to, to some families, I love my in-laws. I think the world of them, and I have a great relationship with them, which is, is really nice, honestly. And 
um, just, I feel very, very thankful that's since it was Thanksgiving, that's one of the things I am very thankful for is to have a good relationship with my in-laws. And I feel for all those out there that maybe don't have a strong relationship or even a good relationship at all with your in-laws. I, I definitely feel for you. My heart goes out for you and whatever you ended up doing this holiday season, um, this Thanksgiving season and going into Christmas and new year, I hope that you're able to, um, I hope you're able to, to get through it with your sanity in mind. I hope you're able to protect your mental health and, um, do what you need to do, make decisions that you need to, that are going to, um, keep you in a safe space mentally. Cause I, I know that can be exhausting. And so, um, I am just thinking about you if you don't have a great relationship with your in-laws, but we had my in-laws here and, um, it was nice and, um, they, but they all headed home now and I just wanted to come on here and kind of give you all just an update on things that have been going on. I am heading into my last week at work, which is exciting and, and, you know, thrilling and, you know, a little unnerving just a little bit of what the future holds at the same time. In my last uh, podcast episode, I think I mentioned I gave my notice to my job quite early and I said that I would stay to help train um, my replacement. And so I have been doing that and she has been great. And I feel very confident that I'm leaving my company, my department in good hands. Um, but it is a little bittersweet, you know, walking into this week knowing that it's my last week and it's not even a full week for me. I'm, I'm, my last day's on Thursday, so I won't even be there on Friday. So, but knowing that I am almost on the other side of just this full-time nine to five, really like eight to five kind of job working in a career that I haven't really felt lit up about knowing that I'm walking into just a new phase of life is definitely, definitely, um, interesting to say the least, you know, you always, you have those moments in your life where you are just like, whoa, this isn't, this is a life changing moment. This is a big one. You know, when you get married, when you meet the one you get married and then you have a baby or you move or whatever, like a situation happens in your life, um, that changes the course or direction of your life. So it changes the people that you meet this is one of those, you know, leaving my job and leaving that stability of having a regular, um, reoccurrent paycheck is definitely different. And it has taken some deconstruction of my thought process on learning that working a nine to five is not all there is to life. Having that stable paycheck, quote unquote, stable paycheck is not all there is to life and it's not all there is to look forward to. And, you know, that is just how I see it. And some people love the stability of working a nine to five and having set hours and, you know, knowing how much their paycheck is going to be and being able to, to plan accordingly for that. And for me personally, I just feel like energetically, it's not been the best for me while it works for some people for me it hasn't been for years and 
I, I feel that I feel that going on inside. And so I am looking forward to the future and just energetically what changes are going to happen in my life. I already feel an energetic shift, as I mentioned in my last episode, right before I jumped on here, I went and did the dishes. And so we have a sink that is free of any dishes. And that is a new one for our household. We have definitely struggled in that area. We would always leave dishes piled in the sink and we would get to them when we got to them. And I have been turning over a new leaf. And for me, um, it is currently, as I'm recording this, 1040 at night, 1040 p.m. And for me to do dishes like at 10 o'clock at night is like unheard of. And it's just something about knowing that I am leaving my job and I'm about to be able to make decisions for myself and, um, you know, obviously with my husband, but you know, hopefully you know what I mean. Just being able to kind of make like my daily decisions, how I want and being able to be with the kids all day has just really got me excited. And it, it, it brings me back to kind of a point that I mentioned in my last episode about just energetically moving towards things that fit with you energetically, that give you a good feeling of energy versus things that give you a bad feeling of energy, bad, um, bad juju, bad vibes or whatever you want to call it. Um, there are the, there are things that you or or situations you find yourself in that you're just like, "Mm, mm -mm, this does not sit well with me. This is putting a pit in my stomach. I feel resistance. This is not something I want to do. And then there are other things that you feel you just naturally gravitate towards. You just feel like pulled to do it, whether it's read a book, listen to a podcast or, um, start writing, you know, getting on your computer and just writing whatever comes out or picking up a paintbrush and painting or um, booking a flight, you know, somewhere, whatever. It could literally be anything, you know, picking up the phone and, and calling that one person that you've been thinking about, like whatever it is, there are things that we just feel called to, to do. And I really believe that uh, it, that is our intuition or that is our higher self trying to lead us in a direction that feels purposeful and feels more like in alignment with what we are meant to do in life. And I all, I believe that we all come here on earth for a purpose, for a reason to live a human experience. And I believe that we do have this higher self and the higher self is something that even I'm still learning more and more about, but essentially it's this enlightened version of you that might be in the future or it might be here with you. Um, but it's just this, this version of you that is like the most perfect version of you, the, the most purposeful version of you. It's the per, per, it's the, it's you in its just truest form living out your purpose and living out your wildest dreams. It's that version of you that is reaching out to you in the present and currently guiding you closer to your perfect vision of you. 
towards your higher self, if that makes any sense at all, which I'm sure you're probably like, okay, Kristen, you've lost me. I have no idea what you're talking about. That's fine. That's fine. We will get into that more at a later date, I'm sure. But um, I just definitely feel that there is this higher version of me that is leading me down a path that is you know, healthier. It could, it could be health, you know, think about there's, think about yourself like a healthier version of you. And every time you have a plate of food, say one plate of food has just all this sugar and all these carbs and stuff. And the other one is maybe a a salad. And some people are, don't like the word salad because they think like, well, I don't know. They think, oh, it's healthy and healthy is bad. Healthy tastes bad. Like healthy does not have to taste bad. It doesn't mean that you're just eating like raw broccoli all the time. Like healthy can actually taste really good. But that, all that to say that aside is just imagine there's two versions of you and one chooses sweets and candy all the time and carbs, um, just unhealthy stuff that makes you just feel bleh. And then there's a version of you that chooses the healthier options you know, maybe less red meat, maybe, um, it's just eating more vegetables. It's eating more plant-based, whatever that is. It's, you're making choices that are healthier, make you feel good, make you feel better about yourself. That's kind of the gist that I'm getting at is you're just making choices that your future self will thank, thank you for that. You're just like, okay, I'm proud of myself for making that decision because there are decisions that you make in life where you're, you regret. You're like, Oh, it probably shouldn't have made that decision. And then there are decisions that you make and you're like, wow, I'm actually really glad I made that decision. That was tough in the moment. It was tough to make that decision. Like it would, it's really tempting to eat, you know, a piece of pie or a chocolate bar or something versus a salad or something like that. Um, you know, grilled chicken or whatever the case may be. Um, it's harder to make the healthier decisions sometimes if you're not used to it, but eventually you get your palate changes. You get so used to making the right decisions that you just naturally gravitate towards those. And I really believe that that's like your higher self kind of guiding you in a direction that makes you proud of yourself and makes it easier and easier to continue making those decisions. And I feel like that's kind of what I'm going through energetically right now is I feel myself making decision after decision that eventually will compound on itself. And I'm hoping that when I look back in a year's time, I'm like, wow, I'm different. Wow. I'm a better version of me. Wow. Things are really going right. Things are going my way. You know, I'm really hoping to look back at, you know, in the end of 2023, we're coming up on the end of 2022 and it is almost January. We don't have much more of this year and we will be in a whole new year. And I am really excited about that. And I'm looking forward to see how the end of 2023 will look like for me. You know, I will officially be 30 by then big birthday um, just a big new chapter in my life. And I just feel like it's, it's not, it's ironic or maybe it's not, it's like uncanny or just good timing, I guess that I'm feeling this energetic shift as I approach my 30th birthday. But, you know, I did the dishes and I came in here after that and made a podcast, even though probably should be going to sleep because I have to get up early in the morning. But I'm in here recording another episode of of my podcast, a podcast that I've wanted to make for 
three freaking years and I haven't done it because I just, for whatever reason, I just stop. I just doubt myself. I make the decision to give up and I don't, I've been, I've, I've felt called to record a podcast before, to record episodes of a podcast before, and I've just never really followed through with it. So my next step is in this journey of being a podcaster is actually getting on a platform and uploading it, putting it out into the world. That's the next step. So I'm trying to, as um, you're probably listening to this, you're probably like, okay, Kristen, I don't need to know all this backstory, but I mean, some it could be fun to hear some of this stuff sometimes because um, I don't feel like people really talk about the behind the scenes types of things all the time, but I wanted to just give you a snapshot into my world. I honestly don't really know how to do that, how to put this podcast out in the world. So that is something I'm going to research. And, you know, I am trying to have several episodes just recorded so I can put them out there and just get them out into the world um, so that you have something to listen to. Because we all know what it's like when we find a new podcast that we like. We just want to binge and we just want to get to know the person more that is recording it. And so that's putting it out there. So that's what I'm trying to do. I'm just trying to put some more content out there, more episodes out there so that you have just something to listen to. Um, and you know, I am really happy that you're on this journey with me. Um, something else I kind of wanted to talk about too, is a change in my idea of what manifestation looks like. Now, if you haven't listened to Mel Robbins podcasts, I highly recommend it. It's fantastic. I've listened to almost every episode so far and she just started it like a month ago. She just she just barely, I'm so actually surprised at myself that I found it so early because most of the time when I find a podcast, there are like hundreds of episodes in. So I am really surprised at myself that I actually found it so early on because I haven't been a huge Mel Robbins follower, but I mean, I am now after finding her podcast and I've known about her, but I just, I don't know. I'm just never really like took the time to see what she's all about. And ever since I'm founder podcast, I'm like a Mel Robbins fan. So Mel Robbins, if you ever listen to this, I am a fan and I love your podcast. It is fantastic. And so anyway, she mentions in one of her podcast episodes, this idea of manifestation and what that looks like. And she said that manifestation is not some woo-woo thing. And I'm paraphrasing. I highly encourage you to go listen to that episode. It's really good. But to paraphrase, you know, it's it's not really this kind of woo-woo idea or just wishing, you know, wishing upon a star and just closing your eyes and just waiting to open them and everything is all right in the world. Every, you have everything you want. It's not really about that. It's not really just about writing it down a hundred times over and over and it's not just about meditating and doing all those things. It's about making decisions every single day that align with this end goal that you're trying to accomplish, making decisions every single day that put you one step closer to your goal, to what you want in your life. Because it doesn't come without work. It's not just about wishing that you have something and not doing anything about it because that's not really how the world works. And whenever I listened to this podcast episode, I was just like, uh, oh, oh my gosh, you mean manifesting isn't 
just about just your mindset and changing your mindset. It's about actually doing the work too. What what a concept, right? But it is. I mean, it it's funny how just when you hear something from a new perspective, how much it just opens your eyes and how be, bewildered you are kind of how just you're like, wow, I've never thought about it like that. And it can just change your whole perspective on an idea on something. And so whenever I heard that, she's like, you know, you have to put in the work. You have to make that decision that you're going to change, that you're going to do what needs to be done. Like you're going to put in the effort. It's not just about, it's not just about wishing or I keep saying wishing because I, I can't think of off the top of my head, just another word for it, but it's not just about like praying or wishing or just writing it down, telling it, telling the same thing over to yourself 500 times, like affirmations, which all that stuff is good. Like, I'm not saying that, like, I'm not saying that all that stuff isn't good. Like it's, it's good to affirm yourself and tell yourself good things. It's good to do things that are going to put you in a good mood. It's good to write things out because when you write things out, it causes muscle memory. You know, it's, it's good to hype yourself up by talking, uplifting things to yourself and talking about the things that you want out loud, because the more you talk about them, the more you're putting them to the forefront of your mind and the more you're going, your brain is going to unconsciously find things for you to think about, for you to focus on that will help guide you to the direction in the direction that you want to go. Your brain is going to naturally like pick up all these things that it maybe wouldn't have before because you're bringing these ideas to the forefront. So all that stuff is good, but you know, you have to actually do the work too. You have to actually put in the work because there are no overnight successes, right? Any kind of overnight success that there is that it's, it's just, it's just seemingly an overnight success. It it isn't actually, it took a lot of work behind the scenes for somebody to get where they are. And it probably took a, a lot of work, you know, not just a little bit of work here and there, but probably a lot and probably a conscious effort that every single day they are going to do what they need to do to go towards their dreams. And whenever I heard that, uh, it was like a light bulb just went off in my head. I was just like, holy shit. Like, I was like, holy crap. This is kind of mind blowing. It was kind of what my head felt like. And it's not a new, it shouldn't be a new concept. You know, obviously you have to put in the work. But for me, I guess it felt like a new concept because for me, I have this idea or this vision in my head of what I want life to look like. And I've really struggled with putting in the work, with doing what needs to be done to get there. I've really struggled. I really have. And maybe part of it, it's my ADHD. But I'm sure there's also a part of me that's just procrastination or just fear of fear of success, maybe. Just, I don't know. I don't want to call it laziness, but sometimes there's some of that too. You know, sometimes it's easier to just distract yourself and pull out your phone and look at TikTok than it is to go wash the dishes or go jump on your computer and start recording a podcast. Like I would be this person that would just go the easy route. Um, I also feel like, you know, I also feel like I am, uh, well, I'm an uh, Enneagram nine and 
I am a golden retriever. If you know the communication styles, I'm a golden retriever. Um, I typically, based on that, um, I typically like to do things the easy way, go about things the easy way. And, and doing hard things has actually been hard for me the last several years, especially. It never really felt like that whenever I was growing up and going to school. When I was in school, it seemed you know, easy to go to class and balance schoolwork with, I had a job too. I also had a boyfriend and I had friends and like just balance, balancing my social life with my academic career. And then my part-time job that I had and my family time, like it, that really didn't seem hard. And I look back and I'm like, man, that, that was like the busiest time really when I had to juggle all these different things. But at the same time, I look back and I'm like, it was just so ingrained in me to, to do those things. It just, it was the natural next step. I felt like I was guided towards just the next thing. You know, when you're in school, you have all these counselors telling you what you need to do in order to go to the next grade in order to graduate. And so I knew what I needed to do, but reality check is real life. Adult life after school is not like that. You don't have a career counselor or a guidance counselor, like telling you what to do next which I wish it would be so easy if we did have that one. Uh, if we did have somebody like that, it would be so nice. I have often thought to myself, wouldn't it be nice to just have somebody I could just explain all this stuff to and they can just tell me what to do next? I would have all these thoughts. I would tell my husband, like, just tell me what to do next. And he'd be like, I can't. I can't tell you what to do next. I can't make a decision for you. You have to decide for you for yourself. And I'm just like, God, I don't want to make the decision. I don't know what decision to make. And so I often think to myself, it'd, it'd be so nice to have somebody to, like that who could just tell us what to do. But anyway, reality check is life is not like that. And so I have really struggled, I guess, because there's no guide, you know, a roadmap to follow of life taking you to the X, X marks the spot, you know, there's not a map of life that shows you exactly what steps to take each and every day. It's been hard. It's been hard for me personally, since graduating college to kind of know what I'm doing, to, or nobody knows what they're doing. But, you know, to really like understand what I need to do and what I need to do in order to reach these goals that I have for myself or reach this ideal vision that, that I have of my life. Like I have this, just this, these, this idea of this life that I want. And when I think about it, this life that I want, don't even know if I should even say it out loud. Yeah. I should, I, I should just say it out loud. I just have this vision of my life where I'm able to travel with my family, with my kids. I'm homeschooling them. And when we learn about, you know, when we, when we learn about history, I can like American history, I can take them to Washington DC. And whenever we are learning about Europe, we can literally travel to Europe. Or when we're learning about animals in Africa, like we can literally travel there. Like, I don't know, just travel the world I just have this vision of my life where I'm with my kids and I'm giving them just a worldly education, but we also have a home base. We have a house and a home base and the house is, you know, it's not overly huge or extravagant, but it's enough space for all of us to fit comfortably in. And, you know, it, it's just, 
beautiful. We have a nice backyard and we have dogs and, you know, we have, our kids are growing up and, and it's a place where everybody wants to come. You know, hopefully we have grandkids and everybody just wants to come to grandma and grandpa's house. And we have friends over and family. And I just, I don't know. And, and that's, I feel like that's not even the whole vision, but that's, that's kind of just a taste of the vision. I'm not getting into real details or specifics for the sake of time, you know, but when I think about the kind of lifestyle I want, I want to have a lifestyle where I can, um, where I, I think about a lifestyle where I have enough money to put food in the fridge to feed my family. I don't have to work to pay our, all of our bills and we're debt free and we don't have to worry about money. Money's not an issue. I'm able to share these things that I've learned with people out in the world to hopefully help them live a better life. I'm able to show my kids what it's like to run a business and be a mom and be happy doing both and finding the flexibility in her life to do both, to just have that freedom and to show them that whether they want to, you know, be a career person, whether they want to be a mom or whether they want to do both, that they can choose, they can do whatever it is that makes them happy. And I just have all these life lessons that I've, I've thought about and I need to probably write them down in a book, but I've have all these life lessons that I've put in the back of my brain, um, of things that I want to teach my kids as they grow up and help them turn into a well-rounded person. But all that is kind of besides the point. The thing is what I'm getting at is that I have this vision for my life and every year I am sad and surprised that my life isn't turning out to be what I want it to be in this vision that I have that I just kind of described to you. It has some parts of it, right? I have a family, I have a husband and a family and and currently while I've had my full-time job, we do have enough money to pay our bills and um, travel every now and then and put food on the table. Like life has been comfortable to say the least, you know, for now, but I, but that's the thing. I, I don't want comfortable. I want to challenge myself. And it's funny that I tell myself that I'm like, I don't want comfortable, but yet here I am. I don't put in the work. I go towards the comfortable. I go towards the scrolling on the social media because it's the easier thing to do. I go towards like putting things off that I need to do because I think it's too hard, like maybe doing chores or getting on my computer and trying to put content out in the world or getting on my phone and creating a content or a video or, or whatever, like putting things out into the world that I really think will benefit people. Like I truly believe this kind of information that I have, it just feels bottled up inside of me and it needs to come out. And so I'm finally trying to have an outlet for it to come out um, and sharing all these things with you. But I've really struggled with doing the hard things with doing what needs to be done. And it's funny, but not funny that every year, like I'm surprised and sad that I'm not closer to this ideal vision that I have for my life that I have for myself. And, you know, I've heard that people overestimate what they can do in a year and they underestimate what they can do in five or 10 years. 
And I believe that, like, if you give yourself enough time, you will go far. You will do great things. But it is hard to look that far into the future. And so we do have a tendency to look just year over year. And it seems like it has seemed like year after year in my life personally, it's been kind of the same, you know, working the full-time job and coming home exhausted, not having enough time to be the best best mom, to be the best wife that I know I can be, not having the, the enough energy at the end of the day to be the best wife that I could be to my husband, be the best mom that I could be to my kids. Sometimes I get irritable and I, I lose, I lose it. You know, sometimes I just, I get frustrated and flustered and I might yell or I might, you know, just storm off or whatever. I just, sometimes I just feel like at the end of the day, I don't have it in me to be the best version of myself. And the easiest thing to do is to just, after the kids, after I finally get the kids to go to bed, I just lay on the couch because I don't have any energy to do anything else. And I just sit on my phone and like, that's not productive and that's not getting me any closer to where I want to go. And that's me. And then I start looking at social media and I see other people doing things with their lives. And I'm just like, wow, I'm not doing anything with my life. And I know social media is partially like a lie, right? We all, it's a highlight reel. We all kind of put the best, our best foot forward out on social media. And that's a whole other topic for another day. But, you know, here I am, like I sit on my couch, I look at social media, I make myself depressed because I'm seemingly looking at other people's lives, doing things that I want to do with my life. Like I could see myself being an author. I could see myself being a speaker. I could see myself like just doing these types of things, like being out in the world and just like sharing things, sharing information that, that I feel confident will help people. You know, I can see myself putting things like that out there, like a book, a podcast, like I'm doing right now, but I've never put in the work. I've just wanted it. And you can want all day long, but it's not going to get you anywhere closer to where you want to go. You actually have to put in the work. And whenever I listened to this podcast by Mel Robbins, she said, manifesting your dream life includes putting in the work. And I was just like, holy crap. Why was that concept so hard for me to grasp? And so here I am putting in the work. It just, it's like a light bulb went off, honestly, you know, and I, and I realized like, I don't want to just wish anymore. I want to actually do what needs to be done. And I'm using her method that I mentioned in my last episode, the five, four, three, two, one method, which I have been using consistently. I actually, side note, I actually, if you listen to my last episode, I mentioned about getting up in the morning and I got up for the first time without having to count down five, four, three, two, one, without pressing snooze. I just woke up and I was like, holy crap. I just jumped out of bed. <laughs> How did I do that? I've never, like, never done that before in my life. It was insane. And I really surprised myself guys. I did that. And ladies, whoever's listening, whoever's listening right now, I did that for a second day in a row. And I was like, Oh my gosh, now we have had the holidays. Okay. Since then. So I haven't been setting an alarm or doing anything like that, but tomorrow I have to set an alarm. I have to be up early and I'm going to, you know, see what happens and jump out of bed, not press news. And so I, ever since I, I, learned about the five, four, three, two, one method. It has 
really just like done wonders in the last couple of weeks since I've been using it. It's really surprising. Honestly, I'm like shocking myself. I've done laundry like every day and I've been doing the dishes and I'm starting slow guys. Like have to, you have to start slow. You can't make too many changes all at once or you'll get overwhelmed and you will just give up on all of it. So it, it sounds small. And some of you listening are going to, are probably like, really Kristen, it's just dishes. Like come on. Like I do dishes every day. Like, come on. You know, you're probably out there thinking that. And it's like, no, for me personally, that's a win. And a win is a win. So I count that as a win in my book. Like I do not do dishes every day, but I'm telling myself I am somebody who can do hard things. And a hard thing for me has been doing the dishes. And it's like making your bed, you know, something about making your bed just sets your whole day. Something about having a clean sink an empty sink every day when I get up is going to be just really nice. And so I'm trying to like set myself up for success in the future by doing these things that are going to compound on each other. And I'm going to look back and think, wow, I did the work. I actually have the content out there. I actually have the life that I want. Like I have the funds to afford the life that I want, you know, and it's, it's not going to be fast going. It's probably going to be slow going at first, but you know, just like the tortoise and the hare, who won that race? The tortoise did. Slow and steady wins the race, right? It's a marathon, not a sprint. And so I'm just telling myself if I can just improve 1% every single day, and that includes doing the hard things, doing putting in the work, doing the things that you don't want to do. Because if we did things that we wanted to do all the time, I mean, we probably wouldn't be, we probably wouldn't have the life that we wanted. Honestly, you not in this world anyway. This world is not a fairy tale. And, um, you know, it's funny. I just watched the movie Enchanted over the weekend. I had never seen it before. My sister-in-law brought it up and she's like, you've never seen Enchanted? Oh my gosh. So we watched it the 2007, I think 2007, the first, the Enchanted movie. And then of course we watched Disenchanted. So Um, but enchanted, it's like this girl, she lives in a fantasy land and then she comes into the real world and she's like shocked that there's no happily ever after really. Like it doesn't, life isn't like that. You know, you don't have animals that sing to you. You don't, you you know, you don't just have just this happy life where there are no cares in the world. Like reality is not like that. And so I feel like sometimes I want to live in my fantasy land where I'm like, no, no, I'm not going to be bothered to do hard things. Like I don't want, I'm just going to do things the easy way. And I feel like all this is probably making me sound pretentious, but like, obviously I do, I go to work, obviously I get up and I go to work and I do, and I'm responsible. Obviously I have children. I take care of them. You know, those, that is, that is work. That is hard. That is not easy. And so when I say like hard things, do the hard things, it means like, doing the things that you know you need to do to get you towards your dream, but you don't want to do them. You know, that's kind of what I mean. Like you have to do things. You can't just have the dream. Like you have to work towards the dream. You can't just wish it one day and then poof, you have it. Like you don't have a fairy godmother that can just grant you. You don't have a magic genie in a bottle. Like you can't just wish for what you want. And it's just going to magically appear. Like life does not work that way. You have to work towards it. And it's just, it's such a concept, right? Such a concept. It seems so easy, but for me, it hasn't been for whatever reason. I've just had this mental block, this resistance. I've just felt such resistance to it, to doing anything 
that requires like actually working towards my dream. And I, I believe that it's because I energetically didn't have the bandwidth to do it. So all this to say is like, now that I'm quitting my job and I know that I know that I'm quitting my job and I've known that for like three months now, I gave my notice like three months ago and knowing that I'm for the last three months that I'm leaving my job has just led me more and more every single day, just a little bit, little by little, a little bit every day towards this shift in my mindset, towards this shift in my energy. And even though like I have to work tomorrow and it's late, oh, oh my gosh, it's 11.11. I just looked at the clock. Holy crap. It's 11.11 as I'm talking about this. Holy crap. Oh my gosh. I cannot believe I just saw and it was 11.11 as I was speaking about this. That That is super cool. Side note, I see angel numbers all the time and I see 11.11 all the time. I like, I see 7.17 is also a number I see a lot. Like I just see all these angel numbers all the time and I always see it as like just a, a wink from my higher self saying like you are, or my spirit guides, like, or God, you know, the universe saying you are going on the right path. And so just the fact that I literally looked at the clock and it was 1111 as I was talking about this, that it was so cool. That was so cool. Um, but yeah, like, <laughs> my gosh, I'm just, that was so cool. But yeah, I, I'm <laughs> knowing that I'm leaving my job has has shifted this and has shifted energetically in me knowing that like I'm super excited for what's to come and I just feel this a like the more that I'm in alignment with my with the life that I want with how I feel internally the closer I get towards alignment with that the easier it is for me to to follow my intuition the easier it is for me to do the work that needs to be done because it's work that I actually want to do, you know, working full-time at my job, like while it served its purpose for when it needed to, that's, that's what it was. It, I've had my full-time job and I haven't had the same full-time job, like since college, I've been out of college. Let's see, it's 2022, like seven years now. And I haven't, I haven't had this almost eight. Yeah. Seven and a half. I haven't had the same job this whole time, but I've always been in the same career field and, you know, doing, going to work, working for someone else in this career field that I really haven't felt aligned with in a very long time has just drained everything out of me energetically. So by the time I get home, I just don't have anything left for my family or myself for my future self. I don't have anything left for my future self. And so knowing that I am leaving my job and I'm going to start having the flexibility in my schedule to work on the things I want to do. And I'm going to be, which include like spending all day with my kids. Like, I'm just so excited about that. I'm so excited about being their teacher and, and learning and playing and just having the time to play with them. Cause it, it hurts my heart so bad when my daughter is like, mommy, play with me. And I just don't have the energy to, and I just don't want to you know, and that, that hurts me to say that it really does. And I think she finally, she fell back asleep and she looks so cute right now, by the way. Um, she's still laying here next to me on the ground. going to have to pick her up and take her to her bed after this, but you know, just knowing 
that I'm going to have the flexibility and the energy to do what I actually want to do, what I feel called to do, man, it's just, it's enlightening. And so for all you out there listening, like you need to think about what is serving you energetically. Like there are things in our lives that are there for us and they're serving a purpose. And sometimes you do have to do hard things. Like maybe you have a job right now that you don't want to have and everybody's different. That's why I can't just give a blatant, this will work for everybody because maybe it won't. Like we're all different. Some people like to have a side hustle to, they like to have a full-time job and then also a side hustle. They can handle both. Some people can't handle both. I guess I'm one of those people that I couldn't do both. I couldn't be a full-time career woman and a family person and have a side hustle. Like I just couldn't do all of it. And some people can, and that is incredible. Like if you are one of those women who is doing it right now, like I give major props to you, but I also want you to consider like, have you struggled with burnout? Like, are you feeling any kind of resentment? Are you feeling any kind of like negative feelings about feeling forced to do some of these things? Like, you know, or are you living your best life? Like, you know, just think about it. This, these are just questions you want to think about. If you're living your best life, like by all means, like keep doing you, you know, keep doing what you're doing. But if you're not, if you feel like you're on the struggle bus and you are questioning whether you're making the right decision every day, I want you to think about energetically, like what is serving you and what is not. Are you in alignment with your higher self or are you not? Are you like, do you feel this pull in another direction? Do you feel resistance to what you're currently doing? Like these are all things that you should be feeling in your body. It's, it might be a lump in your throat. It might be pain in your stomach. It might be just low energy levels. It might be brain fog. Like it can, it might be anxiety, um, might be depression. Like it can be a number of different things, how it, how it translates in your body. But when you feel it, you know, you know, um, maybe not consciously, but maybe after listening to this, you'll be able to be like, oh my gosh, yeah, I have been having these things. And yeah, I, I don't feel in alignment. I just want you to think about, I want you to think about that. For me personally, it took leaving my full-time job to actually feel um, excited about the future, for me to feel uh, purposeful again, for me to feel um, confident in my ability and for me to trust myself that I can do it. You know, as it stands right now, I don't have a form of income. Uh, lined up as it stands. As it stands, we're going to be on my husband's income. And you know what? That's okay for a time being. That's okay for a season. You know, I want to be the kind of person that can contribute. And, you know, it it might be a little harder at first to be on my husband's income, but people do it all the time. You know, moms and dads across the country are staying home with their kids and they're making it on one income. And I truly believe that if they can do it, I can do it. We can do it. Like we will be fine. And I have faith in my ability to not just let my family fail. Like I'm just not the kind of person that's going to just let my family fail. I, I just can't do that. Um, I am too much of a problem solver to just allow that to happen. So I have faith in myself that I will be able to do what needs to be done. And part of it includes doing the work. And if I want to be this badass mom and, you know, subsequent 
speaker or author or podcaster or whatever the case may be, content creator, um, if I want to just do these things, like I have to put in the work, you know, when I stay home with my kids, it's not just going to be a free for all. Like I'm going to have to put in the work to, to find curriculum for them to teach reading and math and writing and all these things. Like I'm going to have to do that. And I'm up for the challenge. And so that also includes just this podcast being up for the challenge of uploading this podcast and, and putting it out there for the world to listen to, you know, that's, that's what needs to happen. I got to put in the work. And so this is me putting in the work. And even though it's late at night, I'm fine with that. This is the time. That's another thing. Just having the, the time freedom to do these things when it's convenient for you, when it works for you. Like right now, the kids are asleep. My husband, he went to bed. And this is my time to feel like I can be uninterrupted and I can just hunker down. It's been like 47 and a half minutes of this episode so far. And, you know, during the day, I just don't have 47 minutes of uninterrupted time. I just don't with two small kids running around, like a three and a half year old and a one year old. I just, I don't get that much time uninterrupted. So this is my time and it works out. It's working out for me right now. And I'm fine with that. I'm happy about it. And it's funny that some people might be like, oh, that sounds terrible, like waiting till the end of the day to late at night to like record a podcast. But for me, I'm like, no, it gives me energy. It's actually kind of funny. Um, but that's what that's what life is when you are aligned energetically with what you feel called to do, with what you feel like you're meant to do. You want to do those things, even if it's like not at a conventional time of day, you know, it, like it, it's fine. Um, it, it truly, like, I'm truly not bothered by it. And so, um, you might be out there thinking like, oh, sure, sure. You're not Kristen, but no, really, like I'm, I'm not, I'm actually very happy that I actually have time to sit down and record this because during the day, I just think to myself, like, man, I have all this stuff I want to say and I, I want to talk about it. So I just got to find the right time to do it. So this is me doing it. And, you know, I think it's fun to kind of share with you the behind the scenes of my life and kind of what I'm doing and what I'm working on and how I'm getting this out into the world and, and how I'm transforming as a human. I truly feel like I'm just stepping into a new version of me, not, you know, I'm, I don't want to say leaving behind because I want to honor the person that I've been that have, that has led me to this person that I'm becoming. So I'm not leaving the old me behind. The old me is always with me, but I am transforming into a new version of myself. And I'm very, very excited about it. I'm very, very excited for what's to come and for where this podcast will go and for who it will help. And I'm very, very excited personally for this new chapter in my life where I'll get to spend my days with my children and love on them and teach them all the things I want to teach them and just having more energy to love my husband well and be the wife that I want to be for him and truly build a life together that we want to build and be his partner in this life. And that's what I want at the end of the day, you know? I just want to help people and I want to be the best 
wife and mom to my family and, you know, also daughter and sister and sister-in-law and all the things. <laughs> um, I want to be the best version of me. And I truly feel like I'm going in that direction. I'm very excited about it. So thank you for tuning in for this new episode of, we're just going to call it the Kristen Grant podcast so far until I maybe think of another name. Um, and if I think of another name, great. If I don't, great. It's all fine. <laughs> um, does it really, the, the name really doesn't matter too much. I don't think, I mean, it matters, but you know, it's not the end of the world. So the Kristen Grant podcast for now. And thank you again for tuning in. Um, if you've listened to this whole episode, it's been like 51 minutes now. And if you've listened, I greatly appreciate you for sticking around and, and listening to what I have to say. I, I definitely feel like there's a lot in me that I want to share with the world. And every day I learn something new and I find out something new. And every day is just, I find something that I'm like, oh my gosh, more people need to know about this. More people need to hear about this. This would change so many people's lives if they knew about this. And so this is me coming to you and putting just this out there for more people to hear. So I really appreciate you listening and sticking around and being with me as I transform into this new butterfly. I feel like a butterfly almost about to come out of its cocoon and spread its wings. That's kind of how I feel going into my 30s next year, going into this new version of me where I am leaving my nine to five and I am stepping into stay at home mom life and podcast life and whatever else kind of life. And um, I'm just really excited about all the change that is to come. And I'm sure um, this won't be the first time that I will mention that. I'm sure I will mention this several times um, more, but yeah, all that to say is I'm just really excited to share this time of my life with you. So again, thank you for tuning in to this new episode of the Kristen Grant podcast, and I will catch you on the next one. Hope you're having a great morning, noon, or night whenever you're listening to this. Bye.